Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome to another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB, comfortably in the studio, setting up a Subway Series showdown cage. That's right, two men enter, uh, two men are going to leave. That's not really how it's going to end, but that's Jeff Nelson and Jim Duquette out there uh, covering the Subway Series for us. Guys, how you doing? Are you fired up and ready for the Edward Jones Chatting Cage? We are fired up. My whole left side is, is like burnt to a crisp right now. <laughs> We're fired up. I'm not, it's not a literal cage here because I don't think I fare very well in a, in a true battle in a cage. So All right. We will, what you uh, think, JB. We'll put that on tap and we'll uh, handicap that and see how that might work out. Folks, you know how this works. Get your questions ready for Nelly and for Duke. Fire up your webcam. Join us right here in the show and then be a part of the Edward Jones chatting cage because really otherwise uh, it's just me reading Twitter. And that's just not a great part of the internet. So I'm going to go to Twitter while you get the webcam ready to go. This is for both of you guys. This is from at Alice's Baseball One. Who are your picks for MVP? Duke, lead us off. Uh, National League MVP? Sure. National League? I think it's got to be Bryce Harper for me over uh, Cespedes. And a lot of people in New York obviously think Cespedes, but... You know, for me, Harper, yeah, you can throw Goldschmidt in there for sure. But Harper, for me, just because of the season that he's had, you know, the success that he's had overall, the individual accomplishment, I, for me, that's hard. it's hard to vote off of Goldschmidt. I know the Nationals have underperformed, and sometimes it's related to the team function as well. But he carried that team for most of the year. So right. for me, in the National League, it's it's uh, him. In the, in the American League, I think I would go Donaldson over Trout, although mm. – Trout's making a mad push at the end, and, you know, the Angels are still in the mix there. I still think it'll be Donaldson for me. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I agree with both. You, you know, you look at the National League, there's no – usually you look at a playoff team, there's got to be a guy off of that, but I don't think there's a guy off of a playoff team. Cespedes is coming over in midseason from the Tigers. So, yes, he's had an unbelievable year, and he's really helped out the Mets. But I agree, you know, Bryce Harper has been amazing. Yeah. I mean, he basically leads in every offensive category. Uh, at 22 years old, and I agree, Donaldson in the American League. You know, I know, I know, Trout. The Angels might have a hard time getting in that playoffs. And if you look like, if you look at what Donaldson's done for the Blue Jays, one of the main reasons that those guys are in first place here in the AL East. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Consensus answering. That's how you get the MVPs, just like that, folks. Now you don't need to rape for the rest of the season. So what the actual award is? This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage? Yeah, I'm JB. It's done. That's Jeff Nelson, Jim Duquette answering your questions, like this fan right here. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for the two gentlemen? Hi, uh... My name is Tommy. Uh, I'm from New Jersey. Uh, and my question is, who do you think really needs to win this series more? Who do I, I think? You know, I even though it's a statement, and I think the, it's more probably important th- for the Mets because even though they're in first place, they got a comfortable lead. Uh, you know, the Yankees won two out of three the first time they met over at Yankee Stadium. It's always been, to my opinion, the Yankees town, Yankees town, but the Mets are really turning things around, and it's all of a sudden become a Mets town. So for me, even though it's a must-win series for the Yankees because they're three and a half out and they have a comfortable lead in a wild card, I still think for a statement-wise and who the Mets are throwing, I think the Mets. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I, I think about it from the Yankees side and say, well, you know what, because they're chasing the Blue Jays, if they lose two or three here, they're gonna. I think there's no chance for them to right. win the division. Right. You know, they're gonna play obviously Toronto on Monday up there, so they can make some ground. So I always felt like, well, if they could pick up a game here over the weekend, they still have a chance to catch Toronto, where where the Mets. I don't want to say they're coasting in the division, but they certainly are uh, likely to to win it here fairly soon. So I kind of looked at it from that perspective, but I understand the side of it from the from the Mets for sure. They haven't played many good teams, right. really, this whole month and a half. And so to be able to win two of three from a, a postseason-bound team, 
I think would uh, would help their uh, the, the mix and maybe their fan base maybe feel their make their right. fan base feel a little bit better. Uh, excellent answers there as we cover those things from uh, fans to Duquette and Nelson. Get involved with the show, folks. Join us here on the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Fire up your webcam. Get right here. Get FaceTime with your favorite players and executives like these guys right here. In the meantime, I'll read your questions from Twitter. Hashtag Chatting Cage is the way to get them in the feed so I can sift through them and read them like this. Uh, this is for both you guys. And uh, Nelly, I'll let you start, and then Duke can follow it up. What general manager has done the best job this season? That's from JJ West 19. Ooh. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty tough. I mean, you look, uh, I could say Brian Cashman as well. I mean, you Toronto, look at the, Texas, Toronto as well yeah. and what they've done. You know, Alderson could be in there in the mix too. Look what he did offensively to add some of these guys, and now he's got to worry about innings limit. Um, you know, Cashman with not adding anybody, basically saying, hey, I got to get guys healthy. He could have easily got in the David Price mix. But after David Price, it really wasn't that starter out there to give up, you know, a number of guys for them. So, you know, Toronto, what they've done, you know, even in the offseason. And then also you look at the Mets and what they've done. They, they were behind in that NL East. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they catapulted. They got a nice, comfortable eight-game lead. You know, and I talked to a couple uh, GMs who they have to vote for the executive of the year here the next week or so. A lot of them are talking about Alex Anthopoulos, you know, what Toronto did. A, lot, a couple of them talked about Texas, what John Daniels did right. with Cole Hamels and the run now that, that Texas has made. Those two in particular, Dayton Moore won it last year in Kansas City. You know, he made uh, the trade for Cueto and Zobris, which was good at the time. Now Cueto's been struggling, so yeah. that kind of – uh, falls, he falls back a little bit. And I think the sleeper is Sandy Alderson, as you mentioned, with the Mets because of the job that he did, you know, both with, we know with Cespedes, but also Clippard and Uribe and Johnson. So I think this is going to be an interesting one because all three of those general managers were very active at the deadline. Uh, they certainly were, and their teams had incredible storylines throughout this 2015 season, and that's uh, interesting stuff. Anthopolis, Daniels, Sandy, uh, way to get around it. We have a fan now with us. What's your name, where you're from? What's your question for the two gents? Hi guys, it's uh, Ryan from Connecticut. Uh, we have a couple compelling Rookie of the Year races, especially in the American League, and I was just wondering uh, who has your guys' vote for both leagues? I'll go first if you want. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, the, the two main guys, Carlos Correa from Houston, Francisco Lindor from Cleveland. You could throw Miguel Sano in there from Minnesota. Those three guys have been unbelievable for their teams, and really, it's, I'm amazed at how good the young players are that come into the game and play an impactful role right which is incredible for their age too i think they're all 22 or, or younger so i'd say any one of those three probably lean towards correa though lindor's making a pretty big run and the national league's maybe not as clear cut i'm going to be a little biased go with a pitcher from the mets and, and, and noah Syndergaard, just how good he's been watching him on a regular basis so i would i would give him the inside track you know, and following in Degrom's footsteps from last year. Yeah, I agree with I agree with Syndergaard. He's been amazing. You, you know, you look, he's going to come up, have to come up big here at the end, and also going into the playoffs. So electric fastball, 100 miles an hour. And I I agree with Houston with Correa. This guy's been amazing. You know, yeah. look how big he is as a shortstop, and how he's come up and really taken on the American League, and, and really helped out the middle of that lineup with Houston. Uh, you know, huge huge boost. And you know, they're kind of falling a little bit back now, two and a half games back in second place from Texas. But he's going to be a guy that they're really going to lean on and for someone that's under what 20 21 years old for a team to lean on to help carry him to the playoffs I would my vote's going to be for Correa yeah uh, a good consensus there interesting stuff on who uh, 
makes it as the rookie of the year an exciting award to see who the future of those franchises might be. So great answers there from Jim Duquette, Jeff Nelson. We continue to Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB. Hashtag Chatting Cage to get your questions in the Twitter feed or fire up your webcam. Get FaceTime. Be right here on the screen with all of us. You don't want to miss that opportunity. Meanwhile, I will go to this one. Let's look ahead if we can. This is from at gmoney56. What's an off-season storyline that interests you the most? I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but what do you got? Uh, Duke, can you start us off? Yeah, so I, well, I think this is one of the best free agent classes that we've seen in the last few years. You know, Not only on the pitching front with Cueto and Price and Jordan Zimmerman, but on the position you, player yeah. side too, which – you, know, you could be looking at three or four position players getting up north of $100 million, whether it's Chris Davis, Joanna Cespedes, uh, Justin Upton, Jason Hayward. So I think that is we're going to spend a lot of time this winter, not only with teams that are improving, but with all of the free agents and the amount of money that's going to be spent. So I think that's the one that's, for me, the one that's uh, most glaring, at least at this point. Sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you look at the Houston Astros, probably a year ahead of what they were supposed to do. They were really, okay, 2016, the Chicago Cubs the same way. Uh, you know, it looks like Chicago is going to be in the playoffs, at least that one game playoff. And what do they do in the winter to keep themselves there? Also, the Astros, you, you know, falling back just a little bit, but we got two weeks left of the season, and right now they're a wild card leader ahead of what the Twins about a game and a half. You know, what do they do? How do they add? How do they improve their team? And also the Mets, you know, the Mets really – probably taking teams by surprise. What are they going to do with Cespedes? Is, is, are they going to make him an offer? And is Cespedes going to sign back? I mean, he's, it's, you get a good feeling about winning. This is such a great city and a great atmosphere. And the Mets are, you know, you look at their young pitching, and that's going to carry them into the division and a division lead for a number of years. They need offense. And if I'm Cespedes, I'm saying, okay, this is exactly where I want to be. You're in the line at limelight. Uh, you know, the Mets are going to be there for a number of years. So I think that's going to be an inter interesting storyline here coming the winter. Uh, totally agree on both those major free agent classes and one of these uh, franchises that sort of surprised in 15 how do they not let that momentum uh, slip in the offseason what's your name where you're from what's your question for duke and nelly hi my name is kyle big mets fan and there's a lot of talk about cespedes but the mets also have rentals in kelly johnson juan uribe tyler clippard do you think they should make a push to resign any of them make a push to keep daniel murphy any thoughts on that Well, yeah, I think I think they should make a pitch, and I think they will make a pitch for a number of those guys. I mean, you mentioned Clippard's going to be good. That might be the area where they decide not to spend some money because they have some really good young pitching still. You know, I don't know what they decide to do with uh, Mejia, if they're going to have him back or not. He missed so much time. He won't be back till the middle of the year. But, you know, they have some of that young uh, pitching coming up, even from the minor leagues, that they could – institute and put into the bullpen so Clippard might be the guy that I would say might get too pricey for them but I think they're going to make a run at Cespedes uh, whether it's Uribe or Johnson or that type of veteran hitter I think they realize they needed him this year and they didn't have it so if it's not one of those two guys it'd be somebody else and I don't think Murphy's going to be back yeah. personally I think Murphy you know is a guy that probably better off in the American League plays multiple positions had the DH so they're going to have to replace that bat because that bat's been yeah, you know, he's he's a, a little bit of an unsung guy yeah, from an offensive hitter, yeah. standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know, I would love to see him sign Cespedes. You know, there are some free agent outfielders. 
you know, available, but I'd really like to see them go after him. And the only other guy that I think that they may try to resign is Clippard. Right. You know, he's such a valuable guy in that bullpen. Familia's having an outstanding year, 40-plus saves, but you still need that seventh, eighth inning guy. Yes, they do have some young guys, but when you're talking about the staff that they have uh, going into next year, their innings limits are going to be increased, and you just hope everybody stays healthy. You still need that back end of the bullpen. Look what the Yankees have done with Betances and Miller. They, you, they have a good seven, eight, nine inning guy and that's what the Yan that's what the Mets that struggled with until they got clippered and I would like to you know see him resign so re you know, Mets resign him big uh, Mets fans getting their an questions answered right here in the Edward Jones chatting cage before we let you two guys get back to you the rest of your work on the course of the day let's get one more tweet uh, from hashtag chatting cage this is from lemp it up great uh, great name there kid uh, what race is going to go down to the wire and who's going to win it I'm going to say, you know, what race, you know, I, I think it's between Texas and Houston. I, I think that AL West, even though Texas is really hot right now, they have a really tough schedule going forward. They do play the last seven games at home, which really helps them, uh, but they haven't been very good in their own division. You know, besides sweeping the Astros, they have an under 500 record in their own division. Uh, so that race, I think, is going to really come down to, you know, between the Astros and, and, the, and the Rangers to win that division. So I think that's the closest one. I think if the Yankees don't play well in this series, I think the Eastern Division in the American League is probably over. Right. The Blue Jays are an awful tough team, and, uh, you know, the Yankees have them again starting Monday. So out of any race, I think it's the AL West. And, I, you know, and I, I agree with the West for sure. You know, I've, I, I got to throw in the American League wild card because it's so tight, and there's not nobody's really – pulling away. Right. So right now, if the Astros have the second wild card, the Yankees would have the first. I don't think the Yankees are in, in jeopardy there, but now if the Astros falter, you have the Twins right behind them about a game and a half out. Angels, yeah. got the Angels. The you have Indians. the Indians yeah. that are a game under 500. Uh, Orioles are two under. Tampa's still kicking around. I don't think they're likely, but if any of those got on a run like we saw with the Indians right. a couple years ago and won 10 in a row, they could catapult themselves into that uh, second wild card. So I, I think that's also fun when you look at the, the the races here in the Major League Baseball. Absolutely. As we approach October on the horizon, those new uh, wild cards make things certainly more interesting for much longer. Gentlemen, I know you got a lot of work to do today. I want to thank you for stepping into the cage uh, and doing a great job. It seems like the fans are pretty fired up. Did you have a good time? Do you feel like it was a solid session in the cage? Oh, it was okay. You know, okay. it's it's always okay with Duke. So, you know, <laughs> you know how it is. Mets Yankees. I, I, I give it's it just, a, you know, a there's no hype to the Mets C, Yankees maybe. rivalry. There's, there's C, no minus. rivalry. It's always yeah. the Yankees. He's got a ring of mine. We're gonna yeah. get it back this year. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, it's all about Duke's team to see if they yeah. can uh, take over New York again. We'll get yeah. it back. There we go. This that's year. pretty much. They're gonna keep back. talking that's like that to the end of this. I'm just gonna talk us out so we can get going while they debate the rest of the day. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Duke. Enjoy the series. Great weekend there at City. I'm JB. This has been the Ever Jones Chatting Cage, and we'll see you on the next one.